I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 15 and verse 13 as we continue on basis of our hope. Good morning there to you, my friends, and how are you doing this morning? How was your night? I hope we've all had a restful night, and God bless you. How has your week been in all? I also hope we have enjoyed the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ all through the week. Welcome to another weekend in His presence. Welcome to another month, and you, of course, are welcome to review. It is your host and your dear friend here, Esther. Good morning, our gracious Father, and how we love you. We are grateful to be back in your presence. We give you all the glory for all that has been during the week, most especially for bringing us into another month. We sing praise be to your holy name, Abba, in the name of Jesus. And as we've come together again this morning to learn from you, to study together with my friends out there listening at the foot of the cross, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon all of our heart, Holy Spirit, open the eyes of our heart today. We want to see you. And at the end of today's session, may we come back, bringing you all glory. Oh, thank you, gracious Father. For in Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. I welcome you once more to review, my friends, and where I read to you to begin the session once again. It's taken from the book of Romans chapter 15. And verse 13. You can go check it out again and meditate on it during your study time. God bless you. So, basis of our whole, part three. Last week I told us briefly, and towards the end of the session, how hope is impossible without faith to persevere. They walk hand in hand, you see. With hope, based on a given word or promise, faith swings into action. And this is why we must tread with caution when it comes to all this. Be very careful with your words and promises. Why? Because unfulfilled promises destroys or ruins hope. And faith, of course, becomes broken. Because hope, which has been raised, becomes false or vain. So today, I want to share with us the story of another woman whom, when promises were given, was reluctant about it. And that was because she thought to herself, Nothing at all is better than a false hope or 
a dashed orb. Friends, come with me to 2 Kings chapter 4 and let's start reading from verse 8. Come with me, friends, to 2 Kings chapter 4. Let's start reading from verse 8. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 starts and reads, One day, Elisha went to the town of Shunem. A wealthy woman lived there, and she urged him to come to her home for a meal. After that, whenever he passes that way, he won't stop there for something to eat. She said to her husband, I am sure this man who stops him from time to time is a holy man of God. Let's build a small room for him on the roof and furnish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. One day, Elisha returned to Shunem, and he went up to this upper room to rest. He said to his servant, Gehazi, tell the woman from Shunem I want to speak to her. When she appeared, Elisha said to Gehazi, tell her, we appreciate the kind concern you have shown us. What can we do for you? Can we put in a good word for you to the king or to the commander of the army? No, she replied. My family takes good care of me. Later, Elisha asked Gehazi, what can we do for her? Gehazi replied, she doesn't have a son and her husband is an old man. Call her back again, Elisha told him. When the woman returned, Elisha said to her as she stood in the doorway. Verse 16. Next year, at this time, you will be holding a son in your arms. No, my lord, she cried. Oh, man of God, don't deceive me and get my hopes up like that. The Lord bless the reading together, or if you were listening to his word, amen. So let's stop there. Let's stop there for a bit. You see, at first, the, the woman objected, the Shunammite objected. In other words, trying to say, look, look here, man of God, keep your words or promises to yourself. I'm being looked after by my family. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm just fine. Keep your promises to yourself. No, don't worry. Don't bother. I mean, the, the, this, this was a woman who earlier on told her husband saying, I know that this man who often comes our way is a holy man of God. I mean, she must have seen something in Elisha that made her utter those words. So, what happened? Well, what happened was that she didn't want a false hope. We don't know her past experiences. Maybe she's been told the same 
in the past and nothing happened. Well, nothing was yet to happen. Nothing had happened. Oh, yes, she would love to have a son, but she would rather remain the way she was, barren, than have her hopes raised for nothing or in vain. We don't know if she was as old as her husband or just a bit younger than him. But what we do know is she just didn't want a false hope. And now our hopes were raised by the words of the man of God as he sounds so sure of himself. Well, let's get back to the story. And read from verse 17 through to 28. 2 Kings chapter 4. Let's start reading from verse 17 through to 28. But sure enough, the woman soon became pregnant. Another time, the following year, she had a son. Just as Elisha had said. One day, when her child was older, he went out to help his father who was working with the harvesters. Suddenly he cried out, My head hurts, my head hurts. His father said to one of the servants, Carry him home to his mother. So the servant took him home, and his mother held him on her lap. When around noon, when around noon time, he died. She carried him home and laid him on the bed of the man of God, then shut the door and left him there. She sent a message to her husband. Send one of the servants and a donkey so that I can hurry to the man of God and come right back. Why go today? he asked. It is neither a new moon festival, festival, Noah, a Sabbath. But she said, it will be all right. So she saddled the donkey and said to the servant, Hurry, don't slow down unless I tell you to. As she approached the man of God at Mount Carmel, Elisha saw her in the distance. He said to Gehazi, Look, the woman from Shunem is coming. Run out to meet her and ask her, Is everything all right with you, your husband? And your child? Yes, the woman told Gehazi, everything is fine. But when she came to the man of God at the mountain, she fell to the ground before him and caught hold of his feet. Gehazi began to push her away, but the man of God said, leave her alone. She is deeply troubled, but the Lord has not told me what it is. Verse 28, and where we shall stop reading. Then she said, Did I ask you for a son, my Lord? And didn't I say, Don't deceive me and get my hopes up? The Lord bless the reading together, or if you were listening to his word. Amen. And of course, we all know what happened afterwards. Um, the child 
came alive after Elisha prayed for him. But, the, well, this is all we really need. So this woman, from the beginning, was worried about one thing. Just one thing? And it was being given a false hope or getting her ropes up for nothing. I mean, now, now, if you paid careful attention now, the child was a bit grown. The child was a bit older, no more a baby. But then if, if, if she was going to have a dead child in the hand or at the end of the day, why have a child at all? And it sounds as though she was rude to the man of God when she said, Did I ask my Lord for a son? I mean, didn't I tell you to leave me alone and let me be and not get my hopes up? I was happy for you to, to just to come round. Do your ministerial work round town. Have a bit of rest, a meal by my house, and just and just go. I didn't ask you for anything. I didn't ask for a child. I was just fine. I was just okay. You called me and spoke those words. And I had my dead hope come alive. Then I received strength for faith to persevere. You see, friends, words of promises and hopes were not taken lightly in Bible times at all. Because they, they sometimes marked life or death for the people who lived there. So people didn't just talk. People didn't just make promises. They needed to be sure. They had to be sure. In fact, it had to cost some people. Look at the life of Rahab. We studied last week about Rahab and the spies. They just didn't make promises to Rahab. She said, promise me this. And they said things with their mouth. And in the end, when Jericho was taken captive by the Israelite, Joshua said, go, fulfill your promises. Make sure the prostitute is okay. And all her relatives, all her family, What's when taken lightly at all? They marked life or death for the people who lived then. I mean, just like Rehab, this, this woman became bold. She became confident and secured because of what the man of God, Elisha, said to her. By this time next year, you have a child, you will have a son. 
Well, she had a son, but in the end, the son died. So she thought, what's the point then? What's the point in having a child or a son at all? He's dead. And she went straight to the man of God to confront him. Did I ask my Lord for a child? Didn't I tell you I'm well looked after by my family and I don't need anything? Didn't I tell you I didn't need your, your, your promises to get my hopes up high? And now it is shattered. And now it is broken. It is false. It is vain. But thankfully, God used Elisha again for this woman, for the Shunammite. Do you have hope, friends? Or hopes? As the situation may be. On what is your hope built? On what is your hope based? Or is it empty? Is it vain? Is it false? What is or are the basis of your hope? Let's stop right here today. Why don't you join me again next week? as we put everything we've been learning together and see how things became better. Later on, let us pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for the power of your word. Thank you because it shines a light onto our paths. And it is a lamp for our feet. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for opening our eyes and our hearts to the truth of your word this morning. As we go on in the journey of our weekend into the new week, and as we continue, on the journey of this new month, oh, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus Christ. We pray to you, O oh God, that every raised hope comes into fulfillment in the name of Jesus Christ. May we come back next week rejoicing and with testimonies of your goodness, your faithfulness, and your love. Oh, thank you, gracious Father, for in Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. I want to thank you once more, friends, for choosing to join me on review this morning, for choosing to review the word of God with me. This is not the end of the series. Like I said to you, join me again next week by God's grace and let's see how things became better. You know, with time, 
in the Bible, how things became better centuries later. So join me. Don't forget to join me next week by God's grace. But until next week, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household now and forever. Amen. Even when the world is spinning round, you put hope in my heart. A hope that's never